You're listening to KEXP. We're at 90.3 FM in Seattle. You can find us online streaming around the world at KEXP.org. I'm Cheryl Waters. I couldn't be more excited to be live here in the KEXP studios with King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. The River.
King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard live on KEXP. Man, that was insane. Cool. Thanks. Thank you. Wow. Thank you so much. It's no such worries. a treat to have you here today. We've been such longtime fans. Oh, great. It's a treat to be here. <laughs> yeah. Watch many YouTube uh, performances in here. It's pretty weird to be here. It's pretty exciting. I hope it's just the first of many visits for the band. You have the most incredible output. I say over and over to some bands that they're so prolific, but you average about two records a year, and it's incredible. And I wasn't actually sure what you were going to play today because we just got new music from a record that's coming out in November. Mm. And I'm very excited that you played I'm In Your Mind Fuzz and something from Quarters, which we're most familiar with, your most recent records. But tell me a little bit about how the band you know, creates music and how it is that you're making so many records and you're also touring so much. I guess it's kind of different depending on the record. I guess we've always kind of tried to have every record as a bit of a um, time sort of capsule or whatever and try something different and then sort of move on and try something else after that and sort of make it a bit thematic or con conceptual maybe. Mm. I've, heard, I've read, um, I'm sort of intrigued by something I read that says that some of your records are made very improvisationally and then some of them you actually labor quite a bit over and they're thought out quite a bit and rehearsed quite a bit. Can you talk a little bit about that? I guess like you could say, um, yeah, it's like a big difference between I'm in your mind fuzz and quarters. Whereas like I'm in your mind fuzz, yeah, we, we did labor over that one and it's like, even though it's kind of jammy, it was pretty sort of rehearsed mm. and yeah, we spent a lot of time. We on recorded. That one. We recorded. Well, we started sessions doing that in Melbourne. It would have been like at the end of 2013. Um, but then, kind of like we incorporated all those new songs from Mind Fuzz into our set and kind of got them tighter and tighter, and they started to develop. And then we ended up recording that record or the rest of the record um, at Daptone last November. Mm. So yeah. So then, but then there's like quarters, which is you know, which Stu is, just had a couple of ideas and literally like the day before we had some studio time at Daptone booked in again, just, where was it? Um, that amazing kind of bar in Brooklyn. We just kind of hired. Oh yeah. Um, it was, um, what's it called? Not the Warsaw, but something along those lines. Um, anyway, and we just like kind of rehearsed it and just fleshed it out and then just went into Daptone the next day and just like, I don't know, just then that was quarters. Like it's kind of just whatever happens, happens type thing. When you read reviews of the band's albums, a lot of labels, genre labels thrown out, but you really uh, cover touchstone on a lot of different musical styles, a lot of jazz, you know, in your sound. And it seems like you're mostly just fueled by discovery and exploration and experimentation. I mean, I'm curious where the jumping off point is for some of your records. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's kind of always been the thing of just... Um sort of making each record a bit of an experiment in its own way, sort of like within some bounds. So like every record's kind of have a vague theme and then sort of try and experiment within that um, theme. And but also um, I think like immediacy is pretty kind of important to our songwriting process. Like our record Quarters, which came out before Mind Fuzz, was kind of a bit more... Like, I guess the songs were kind of at a demo stage, but then that's, what's, that's when we decided to put it out, if you know what I mean. So it's oh, kind Oddments. of like... Sorry, Oddments. Yeah, sorry. Um, Oddments, yeah. Um, and You can't even keep all your own I can't, straight. no. I have no <laughs> idea. Um, but yeah, sorry, Oddments. And like, um, I guess at a stage where a band would kind of have it demoed and then maybe take it to a studio and like refine the whole thing, I guess we just put it out type thing. So, and then you just, once you've done that, you just move on to the next thing. 
I mentioned that you had, and I just heard recently that you have a new album coming out in November, Paper Mache Dream Balloon. I've only heard one song from it, and I can definitely tell it's a King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard album. Your sound is definitely in there, but you took a bit of a left turn on that record, even though we haven't heard anything from that from you live yet. Can you tell me a little bit about that one? Yeah, it was a funny one. Um, yeah, I guess like after those two records we were talking about, they were very sort of concept kind of records and sort of um, just like thinking records, you know, when you're sort of spending all this time thinking about what music is <laughs> and kind of less time even kind of writing songs or whatever, and it's sort of weird. So um, we'd sort of been working on some more stuff like that, even heavier maybe, sort of super concept, um, just like a, you know, a song cycle record or whatever, and then um, I was starting to feel super bummed out by not being able to make a song that's just a song. It's like not some epic thing. <laughs> and I kind of think that's real dumb. So, um, yeah, we sort of, I guess, challenged ourselves with this paper mache dream balloon thing. Just say, let's make a record of just songs. They're just standalone songs. And then, and then we sort of said, let's make it all acoustic. So we, there's no electric guitars or, um, or keyboards or anything. It's all like piano and acoustic guitar and flute and Maybe fiddle. Try to hands at some very incompetent D- strings. Yeah, we're, we're pretty bad at violin. quite a few of those instruments. I'm intrigued to hear it. As I said, I've, we've been playing one song so far, and I can definitely hear elements from your other records, but um, it is quite a change-up, and it's, it's, it's nice. Yeah, cool. I guess like the songwriting is maybe similar to some stuff we've done before, but it's um, yeah, the whole kind of acoustic thing was sort of the, the challenge of it. Real quick before you go, I want to talk a little bit about the Melbourne music scene. It's just blowing up. It seems like one great band after another coming out of there. Living there, is that something that has been going on, you know, most of your time there for as long as you can remember? Definitely. Melbourne's yeah. kind of like, it's, a, it's a, a cultural hub, like musically and like creatively and artistically, definitely. So um, I know ever since I've, I've been in Melbourne for like 18 years or so, and even when I was a kid, I was still like, I was aware of something kind of special. But like the rest of the boys are kind of from the coast outside of Melbourne and then from the country. the country we're mostly like country boys Joe's the only city slicker yeah we're all kind of from out of town and all moved to Melbourne later and met there but yeah it's definitely there's like you can just go to kind of a bar any given bar kind of like I guess you know in a specific area but like you're going to see like amazing music and there's you know incredible bands there yeah it's definitely an inspiring place to make music and grow up and all that and how did six country boys and one city slicker come together as King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard? That's guess, a lot of people. I don't know. I've, I've known Cookie and, um, and Ambrose and Lucas since we were kids. I mean, teenagers at least. And um, Joe and Eric and I sort of studied music together. We um, met each other's friends. And then, and then we met each other's friends. And, and um, Eric was friends with Cavs from way back as well. And everyone sort of... And King Gizzard was kind of just like, hence the the name, like, you know, we were all in other bands and like, uh, I think there was some party or something and we just, we all decided to play and then, um, yeah, we were called some stupid other name as well and then I guess, I don't know, we're onto a good thing and kind of King Gizzard became the thing that actually became our main thing in the end. You're definitely onto a good thing. We are so excited to finally have you here. Thank you so much. Cool. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. You've got it tuned to KEXP Seattle.